You're listening to Buzz on 89.9 KJRG and KJRG1, your classic alternative. We have a very special guest from the Office of Public Information. We have Catherine Auschka here to talk to us about what's going on currently on campus. We've had a three-day strike, and this is the last day of that three-day strike. All right. <laughs> so thank you again for taking the time out to join us this morning. Thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> so let's start it off with... Can you please describe the events that led up to the strike this week? Sure. Uh, last year and this year, the college used Article 12 of the contract, uh, the faculty contract relevant to reductions in force, to notify the union about potential reductions and cuts. So they recently also approved their contract, and it's notable that during bargaining they didn't request to negotiate any changes in that section that we're currently using. Uh, also, last year was likely the first time that that section was ever used from their contract. But it's also notable that in spite of deep cuts throughout the recession and other times in college's history, when we've had to make deep cuts, um, there's been lesser uh, program alignment or reduction in the number of faculty positions in comparison to other positions and areas of the college. So last year when the same process was used that we're using now, um, proposals and programs, uh, uh, proposals for, pardon me, proposals from the faculty to the vice president of instruction did in fact result in the college being able to restore some programs, including carpentry and early childhood education. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, their voice is definitely valuable and important in this process. This year, um, our vice president of instruction has not received any proposals about the notices that are out now. So, uh, you know, the college is really disappointed about that because we need their voice. Uh, and as the people on the ground to make sure that we're using good ideas and making sure that we're minimizing any injury to students or any harm um, for the best outcomes for everybody because they are the, the people in the classrooms with our students. Exactly. All right. Next question we have for you. When did the administration find out about the $4 million deficit? So the questions about the deficit have been in dialogue for at least the last year or the beginning of uh, the fiscal year, which is July. Okay. Um, there were, uh, we already knew that uh, enrollments were dropping and that's something that we're tracking and concerned about. Okay. Um, in addition to that, uh, cuts from the legislature went into effect. Now, I hate to call them cuts because in real life, they're reductions in tuitions for students. Oh, okay. You know, we're all for uh, our students having lower tuition to get to college, but when the legislature doesn't backfill that funding, it's still a reduction in revenue to us that we've got to uh, assess somehow, right? So uh, on top of all of that, the State Board of Community and Technical Colleges changed their allocation funding formula mm -hmm. that also was gonna create other gaps. So they started putting together numbers to see where we're gonna end up uh, as early as dialogue as the beginning of the year. Okay. And uh, now, right now it's approximately $4.5 million that we're looking at. I see, I see. Now what steps has the administration taken at the state and federal levels to help uh, close this deficit or as you said, uh, decrease in tuition? You know, Green River College is a member of the State Board of Community and Technical Colleges, and as such, we work through them with their legislative agenda uh, within the state. And then the State Board also has a federal agenda that they work on for higher education funding as well. So that is the primary uh, mode through which Green River has done it. Um, I also know that student groups and others have gone out up to the legislature during session to talk about funding as well. All right. Uh, next question, what does Q5 mean? Q5, Q5 indicates uh, where somebody's rated out of a 20% place on a 100% scale. Oh, okay? right. interesting. It indicates the lowest rating of all the college co programs, and this was based on a collaborative review, review process that we oh. went into that's called the program prioritization process. 
Um, the college, again, under the leadership of VPI Derek Brandes, engaged in this process last year um, as a way of looking at uh, all of our programs and seeing what kind of resources we could reallocate to achieve uh, strategic balance. It's a model that he pulled from a book uh, from a man named Dickinson that's called uh, Prioritizing Academic, Academic Programs and Services, Reallocating Resources to Achieve Strategic Balance. Uh, so there you go. Um, so Q5 is uh, when we went through the process, everybody on the campus was involved in the process mm -hmm. if they wanted to be. Um, some programs did not uh, submit anything. So if they didn't submit anything, they might have ended up in Q5 as well. Uh, and I it's see. just giving us an idea of, of where people are and what we need to look at to make things better. All right. Now, what are the projected programs to be cut as a result of the Q5 process or the prioritization process? That's a great question. I mean, the Q5 process isn't being used to cut programs, particularly academic programs. Uh, it's being used to look at the allocation of resources and make recommendations about the budget. So in the end, if there are reductions or cuts outside of uh, academic programs, there may be alignment with the dialogue that we have through the uh, PPP process, um, but it's gonna be coincidental and not otherwise. Likewise, uh, any reductions or cuts that are made on academic programs are going to be done through the Article 12 process that we're now engaged in, and there might be some that uh, are coincidentally align, but it's not being used for that purpose. Okay. So what effect, uh, what, if, what effect will cutting these programs have on the school? Uh, we don't have. We haven't made any cuts yet at this point. It's still in dialogue, so it's hard okay. to say. Okay. Uh, right now, and the, the importance of the dialogue, both through the PPP process, which engages the whole campus, mm -hmm. and the uh, Article 12 process, mm -hmm. is to make sure that we're getting proposals from everybody on campus right. with the concept of minimizing any impact on students. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you have to cut programs, you you want to make sure that you have that you cut programs that are. Uh, gonna affect the least amount of students, right? Mm. Hopefully we don't end up there, but we haven't made any decisions at this point because the process is in play. I see, I see. Now, during this prioritization process, we were informed that these proposals went through two different groups. Who were involved in these groups uh, for prioritization? How were the students involved? How were the faculty involved? Or who made up these uh, Q5 or prioritization groups? In the PPP process? Correct. In the PPP process, there were uh, uh, every program was asked to submit ratings uh, to a, a review group. The review group was made up of people from all over campus. There were committees that uh, uh, there was a committee that was jointly made of uh, both exempt and classified staff and others, um, and uh, there were other committees to make sure that there was full involvement. The students fully engaged in their process. They engaged people throughout campus to look at their budget and they definitely made some decisions there. Mm -hmm. um, it, was a, it was a powerful thing to see the students having that kind of uh, a conscientious concern for where they're allocating their dollars. A question on, on my mind personally, I think in many other people's minds, is what is your opinion on the strike? Well, I'm speaking on behalf of the college, and you know the college has been very clear that the uh, strike is considered illegal by public employees and teachers in the state of Washington, okay. and they've expressed that and uh, made that intention clear. I see. Now, w was the faculty successful in getting their point across uh, with this strike? Or, excuse me, was the staff successful in getting their point across with this strike and what they're looking to get out of it? 
So is the staff successful in the strike? It's a faculty strike, so I think the question is, is the faculty faculty strike successful? successful, So that's a great discussion point as well. I mean, I think if the goal of the strike was to disrupt operations and student learning, then yes, that happened, right? If the goal was to get a lot of media attention, that absolutely happened. Mm. You know, while not all classes were canceled, we care about every single student here and their outcomes, and there certainly were classes that were canceled. Um, Again, though, when we think about striking, uh, we tend to think about contact track negotiations and other strikes, right? And the winner ends up being uh, whoever got what they asked for during the negotiations. In this case, the faculty union is asking us not to make any reductions or cuts to their areas when in fact we have to. And we're utilizing the mutually negotiated process for academic programs that they've agreed on. So looking at that, who won? Um, I I don't think that strikes usually have a winner. Hopefully Mm -hmm. we are now gonna engage in positive dialogue to find the best outcomes to to, uh, carry on through this course of, of budget cuts in the state. All right, all right. Well, that's the end of our list. Yeah. So thank you so much, Ms. Catherine Ashka from the Public Information Office. Uh, Thank you for coming on, helping inform us and our listeners of what's going on on campus and what's been going on the last few days and almost the last few months now. Well, yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. Also, we've launched a question and answer page on the main website of Green River Uh, EDU under about us slash ask. So there's uh, frequently asked questions and answers there. If people have more questions, please submit them and we'll do our best to get them up there as well. It's important that we are uh, staying in communication with you, our students, and also with our community. I will grab that link and I'll post it on our Twitter page, the BuzzKGRG. As well as as the KGRG FM Twitter will be on there too. And we want to make sure that it's known that we did reach out to faculty members. Unfortunately, we didn't have anyone come back in time or respond to us, but we did make the offer out to the faculty side to get their side of things. Mm. And hopefully we'll hear from them soon. Yes, definitely. In the meantime, we'll be back with Forever Stuck in Our Youth on 89.9 KGRG and KGRG1, your classic alternative. You're listening to The Buzz.